Around about now, the Irish Hotels Federation conference is opening up in Killarney. 400 hoteliers taking a look at the state of the industry, the challenges that lie ahead in terms of high energy costs, staffing shortages and other factors, including the refugee situation in a number of hotels across the country. I spoke to Denise Campbell, President of the IHF, and first of all asked her, what are the major issues as we head into tourism season 2023? Yeah, Jerry. well, this morning, like front and centre for everyone in our sector and, and, and everyone that's gathered today, it, it's about securing the recovery in tourism over the coming 12 months. And really, that's essential for the wider industry throughout our country, given that, you know, our tourism is Ireland's largest Indigenous employer. And, you know, we did see an uplift in tourism activity through the last six months of 2022 but there's significant uncertainty and it remains in relation to the global economy particularly given the challenges around the cost of inflation the cost of living consumer sentiment as well in our in our key markets would be a concern for us as well um, and, and generally the, the, the high cost of doing business Jerry would be a major issue across the whole sector and, and what those key markets what are the ones you're concerned about is it the UK market is it from Europe or is it wider international one yeah. like, or the, what's the American market like for this year so indications so far are, are that the American market is strong which is great and that's brilliant to hear because it is a, a huge market for us um, but the GB market would be a concern so, so, so the UK visitor um, there would be a question mark over whether you know they're um, in a cost of living crisis in, in the UK and of course their, so their customer sentiment would be you know dipping so we would be concerned and pre-COVID 42% of our our visitors came from the UK so we would be concerned about um, the UK guests in, uh, coming to Ireland Yeah, and Denise how worried would your wider industry be then about the domestic situation here interest rates going up people's mortgages being hit the amount of disposable income that they have therefore reduced maybe those weekends away or those trips over the, the, the shoulder season affected by that Look, we, we would always be concerned about that, about the domestic tourists. But, you know, we, we've had a very strong um, recovery in the domestic market, which we're very, very grateful for. You know, in COVID, um, we depended on our domestic guests and we were so grateful for them. They really, you know, delivered for us. So, so look, we do all we can to provide good value. We have a fabulous tourism product. And, you know, that, that was shown really um, as a testament to us with, with the amount of people that holidayed at home during COVID and that are still returning to holiday. And, and like these great regions, look, Kerry, fantastic tourist destination. So we would be, you know, optimistic about the year ahead. You know, there is, there is a, you know, there's a renewed sense of optimism about the tourist season ahead. So, so it's good. Yeah. Last November, Falcha Ireland, in its outlook, pointed to the staff shortages as the single biggest challenge that the industry, that the tourism industry has. Is that still a problem? I know you'll be discussing that at one of your conference talks this morning. As we came out of COVID, it was it was, it was a big challenge for us, Jerry. A lot of our, our people and great people, you know, decided that we're working in our industry, decided to return home to their home countries. And, and but I have to say that you know we've great making great inroads into recovering our our employment figures. And in in 2019, we 270,000 people that were employed in tourism and that figure is about 94% of those levels today so that's great and you know it's 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 that's one of the focuses actually the conference today is is I suppose to to talk about our people and um I mean we truly have fantastic people in our industry and it's a great industry to work in so I mean I for one that's one of the main 
suppose, agenda points for my presidency is to amplify that message about the fantastic opportunities and the career paths available in hospitality. How do you counter then the negative perceptions that still exist around the industry, that it's filled with young people, that some of them get taken advantage, they work long hours, it's antisocial, and the pay isn't great? You know, and, and like the, the, it, unfortunately, that's just a historic narrative that, that doesn't do our sector justice. I mean, last night, for example, we had our, we celebrated our National Employee of the Year Awards, where our 12 branches nominated. Um, a candidate from their hotels and that candidate either went above and beyond for their for the guest or for their internal colleagues and I'm delighted to say that the winner last night was your very own Sonia Smith from Caharnan Hotel in Killarney and Sonia has a fantastic story where she started after her leaving cert working with Emer out in Caharnan in accommodation as a part time job or after her leaving cert and she remained in hospitality and she's now an accommodation super, or reception supervisor in Caharnan so there's fantastic stories about the truly great ambassadors in our industry and the high calibre of people that actually work in hospitality and form a great career. Is there a move then or has there been any shifting of the dial in terms of the people who left because of the uncertainty of COVID? Have you been able to bring new people in or is it still a struggle? Look, it, we work at it every day, Jerry, and it's, um, it, it, it's not as, as huge as a struggle as it would have been straight after the pandemic. But look, we do all we can to amplify the, the positivity or the, the good messages about working in hospitality. And it is a great industry and a fantastic career path are available in our industry. Yeah, Denise, one of the subjects you're talking as well is sustainability in yeah. hotels, the environment, the amount of waste the industry generates, be it in terms of plastic, be it in terms of small shampoo bottles. I know there's legislation coming in on that. Mm-hmm. But th- there's a bit of an ask for guests as well, I understand it, not just in relation to hotels, Hotels. And I know hotels have been changing the way they power their hotels with solar and other forms of heating. But our staff, our, our guests going to have to do some of the heavy lifting here as well to try and make a hotel experience as sustainable as possible from the environmental point of view. Look, I mean, uh, there's about 900 hotels and guest houses throughout Ireland. and You know, there's a huge appetite among the hospitality industry, be that owners or general managers, to play their part in helping government reduce their carbon footprint and help them on their carbon journey. So that is a huge, you know, it's a discussion point this morning. It's actually one of our, our first speakers today is talking about that and ways that we can help do that um, in the hotel. Um, but yeah, look, the, 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 the guest expectations have changed, you know, and it's up to us to to help them. Um, but look, I, I, I do feel that as an industry, we're really well placed to do that, yeah. and we're working with government from a from a social and Irish Hotel Federation perspective. We're working with the government on ways that we can do that, and we're in discussions with SEAI and and Forge Ireland all the time. Yeah, will, will guests have to reuse more towels or reuse their towels to be conscious know, themselves and help the hotel get to where it needs to get? Well, you know, I I, I suppose really we all do our part, don't we? I know, um, um, but like we wouldn't be compromising the guest experience in any of our properties. Well, no, yeah, that that is and that is the balance. You still have to provide a luxury yeah. experience, Absolutely. but you you also have to be more cognizant, I suppose, of the laundry side of things, the amount of waste that generates. And and I do think that through the years, the guests have uh, championed that themselves, and they do understand that. Yeah. Um, they're on that journey with us. You know, we all have the same goal. 
yeah, yeah, that certainly is the case. Uh, look, what, Denise, finally, obviously, uh, we're, we're at the start of the season now. Uh, hotels are gearing up and getting ready. We have still the issue of the number of refugees and others who are taking up accommodation and bed spaces right across the country, not just here in Kerry. What sort of an impact is that going to have? A lot of your members making decisions now as to whether they will continue with that element of their business or if they'll revert back to tourism. Some have decided to revert back. What kind of impact will that have on the offerings for this year and the perhaps maybe shortages in accommodation at the peak season? So, from the outset, Jerry Hotel have really played their part. I know they've played their part here in, in Kerry as well over the last 12 months, and they've welcomed people that have been fleeing their countries. It's a very unfortunate situation. because it's a very unseen situation as well. We, we, when this happened last March, did we ever think it would last this long? I know I, I for one, didn't. And, and now some hotels are choosing to, work, to revert back to accommodating tourists. Um, like hotels really are not the long term solution for um, these people and, and really we, we, we would be urging government for that to change maybe their approach on that. Some hotels will go back uh, to accommodating tourism because they have contracted business that they're you know obliged that they need to commit to like tour companies that they have business for the last 20 years coming into their businesses and they need to commit to honouring those contracts each individual hotel will make up their own decision. As a trade association or from an Irish Hotels Federation perspective, we don't get involved in those negotiations. Sure, it's for um, each so owner to, to negotiate it themselves. It is for each, it is indeed, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and Denise, look, what effect do you think that will have, if any, and, and how are we looking in a wider sense, finally, on hotel room prices for this summer? I know you're, you're delighted, obviously, that the, the VAT has been extended again by the government, at least for a period of time, that that will have an impact. I know you're battling high energy costs, but, but is, it, is it going to be an expensive proposition or are you conscious of the reputation of Ireland as, as an expensive destination in terms of keeping control on, on hotel prices and as much as you can in the context of increased cost of living or cost of doing business, I should say? we would be very conscious of that and we do all we can to provide good value for tourists be that our domestic tourist or our international visitor um, I, I do think it's going to be a good season yes we are dealing with um, increased costs uh, all the time and most primarily as you've identified there Jerry, energy is a huge increase for us and it's a huge cost that we are battling with um, but the, the VAT uh, remaining at 9% has really helped us and it's helped us to get future business as well so really 9% is that the right rate for, for our sector uh, but I, I do feel that it's going to be a, a good tourism season ahead I, I see here members would be slightly up you know the, 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 they're optimistic there's a renewed sense of optimism we have a fabulous tourism product and look we're better than in, in Kerry itself um, it's, it, it's fantastic 16,000 people who are directly related, employed by tourism related jobs in, in Kerry in 2019 so we need to do all we can to get back to that figure and to continue to yeah. develop tourism do, do you have an ask this week of the Minister for Tourism Catherine Martin you know it's it, it, it's funny when you say that I mean it's um, we're very grateful to the government and, and Minister Martin has been a sterling supporter of, of tourism and for our sector so um, it was it's great that the VAT has been extended for a further uh, six months and that the the TBIS subsidy, the grant scheme has been revised. It's going to be um, good to see the new terms on that. 
Um, but from that point of view, I mean, we just want the government to continue to support us. And they do, Jerry. They're very, very supportive of our industry. Because they do appreciate the contribution that we make to the economy.